I'm sorry. What happened? The whole music was on and I was twerking to it. Damn. Damn. <laughs> It was. It was lit. I had to twerk real quick. Damn. I don't even know why that's a thing right now, but whatever. Okay. Listen, when you on hold to make that payment and you got to speak to a representative <laughs> and they're taking too damn long, but the whole music has got you turned because you just sitting there in silence. The only thing you got is this beeping sound again in your ears. And also, you just... It just happened. It's all about... It I, need, I need you to stop. Why? It's fun. <laughs> it's fun. Why can't I... Anyway, I can't scold today, damn. Mm-hmm. Whatever. So, um, yeah, welcome to a lovely social experiment gone wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have any class names this week. Um, I feel like class is not back in session just yet. No, class is in session. Fuck that. Welcome to Rona is out here putting on new lace fronts on all you hoes in a week span. Three hundred two. Ah! Welcome back to Shut This Shit Down 101. Welcome to the South. Got all this mouth and all your hoes is going to be dropped real fast. 206. Welcome to get your vaccine cards, the real one, because the fake ones are sending y'all to jail, but fine. Welcome to, there's an app for that, 102 and I have it. What? My vaccination card is on my phone. With that being said, the things we learned today. <laughs> Welcome, you guys. Welcome to a lovely episode. I am your host, Lonnie. My Twitter handle this week is going to be Big Booty Byron. Okay. And I am your co-host, Marlon. And my Twitter handle this week is going to be Lambda's Lace Front. Oh, yeah. Is it, is it Malaysian? It's Malaysia. Does it have? Does it with a little Peruvian at the bottom? Is it human? She's fancy. Oh, it's okay. human. Okay. It's human because she slays the humans. Oh, she does exactly. All right, that's what we're doing. Um, you guys, we're not here alone this week. Mm-hmm. Um, normally yeah. we let our guests introduce themselves, mm-hmm. but because of the fact that we know who this man is, listen. I mean, <laughs> man, the legend, huh. the funk master, as I like to call him. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, the king of bait videos. Listen, the king of bait videos. Tumblr icon, Twitter, Twitter legend. Oh, I just need y'all to understand. This is the Renaissance man for millennials. Mm -hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, Mm. please welcome our lovely guest, Damien Damien Nova. Yes, welcome. How am I a Renaissance man for millennials? Listen, sir, you do a lot of things. And because I think children are not quite aware, but you do a lot of stuff. They're not. It's sad. It's true. It's true. A lot of them are my sons. Um, all these bitches are my your sons. sons. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. They don't realize it, and that's fine. I'm not here for to be glorified or lifted up in a Jesus-like manner, although that would be great. <laughs> I mean, I've been crucified enough. Um, but <laughs> no, I, 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 you know, I mean, I've been doing what I've been doing for a long time um, mm-hmm. before, before the internet existed. And, uh, you know, just bringing that little spice of life of my real life to the... See, you're hot too. Mm-hmm. Um, I am. My, <laughs> I am. Y'all got to put some on them walls, man. That'll block some of that heat. <laughs> Listen, you, sir, you have on a hoodie. You're making me hotter than it is waiting for this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say that. 
Word. But I don't have on pants, so it evens out. Yes. You know, they didn't know that, but now they do. Listen. <laughs> I think I think that's a given when yeah. <laughs> it's just a given. I don't wear pants in the we, house. We didn't understand how we didn't say anything. It just was like, hey. First of all, it's the way of the world today. If you zooming in pants, you ain't zooming right. So. You haven't lived. <laughs> That's it. That's all. You haven't lived. You're at home. You're working. Thanks, Rona. Period. Um, with that being said, I think I have a slight jokes. Okay. A scroll on. Let's do it. Um, I want to start off because you know I give my COVID briefings. Mm-hmm. But um, this COVID briefing is a little special. Okay. I want to give a little shout out to um the state of Florida for actually doing what we all need to do. Which is what? Tell the governor, fuck you. Okay, let's talk about So, if you guys don't recall, Ron DeSantis um, put in an order basically removing mask mandates. This mainly goes for schools. Mm. Um, I'm taking a briefing from this. It's coming from CNN. It said that DeSantis issued an executive order that bans local school districts from requiring students to wear masks ahead of the fall semester. DeSantis... Health and education departments to create rules based on parents' rights to make the health care decisions for their child. Now, beautiful part is the school board went, around, went over him and decided to keep the mandate, even though he has said that he will withhold the salary for people that defy him. What? I hate Florida. <laughs> you mean Satan's waiting kitchen? I, what? Satan's asshole. Look, for, uh, I don't think. So what is what is the what is the what is the logic behind that? Because when you really think about it, it, it doesn't even sound like he's doing it for money, which is typically the the way the governors do it. But it just sounds like you do it my way, or meh, you know. Or, <laughs> <laughs> Come on, <man. laughs> I'll do. I'll take your money. You know, it's like. Right. What's the point? What is what is do you want children to die? Is that what's happening? I mean, Florida, Texas, and Georgia, the states where COVID never happened. Never, ever, ever happened. Especially Texas. She's right there. That's the funny part. She's right, you know, she's waiting in there, she's festering. She didn't wait and she is standing in the middle of every party. She is standing in the middle of every room. She is twerking on you. She is doing all the things, but everybody's like, this bitch just does not exist. She's not here. Then you have the children that said the variants are coming around. Their wigs are new. Brand new. It's their color. New blend. They're, they're <laughs> cut to perfection. They are. The dye is immaculate. The wig was designed by Jonathan. Scissored bobs. That's... <laughs> <laughs> Listen! <laughs> Come on, scissor box. Yes. Is it asymmetrical? Listen. End up from the Incredibles at the court party. Literally. Right. That's it. You know, the variants coming around. She's giving wigs and things of that nature. Oh, mama's voguing. Mama's voguing yes. into the room. She is. <laughs> While we're on the topic of, of trash, I think we should just continue the trend. Um... I'm talking past tense. Okay. Um, we're talking here one by the name. I said past tense, which means I'm talking about future. Exactly. Um, very quickly, I had a dose of nonsense. I'm dead. 
<laughs> that part. That fucking part. I had a dose of nonsense from past tense. Um, because apparently he finds it completely suitable to text to his child that their mother is a hub. How old is this child? If to my knowledge, this is an eight-year-old. Okay. <laughs> my thing is, what can you really say? Look at that calling the the, the pot calling the kettle cook with up. I mean, but you know, it's this toxic masculinity thing. That part. Where everyone loves to believe, oh, that men can sleep around and be promiscuous as much as they want, but the minute a woman does it, but in their house. But my thing is, what would possess you to say this to your child about their mother? About the child's mother. What kind of say this to a child, period? Whether it's about their mother or not, like why are you talking to a child like they're a grown up? First of all, first, first, I need to I need to be transparent. I did not know who Future was until this year. That then you are one of the blessed few people. (laughs) Because I'm I'm completely disconnected. Um, so when they're like Future, I had to like go Google him, and then like five (laughs) other fuckers came up that looked just like him. Exactly. I was like, I don't know which one is which because <laughs> it doesn't matter. But it was just very, I'm just, I don't know. It's the same thing with like Little Boosie and all them other niggas. Like, I don't know who these people are until there's something bad being said about them. Exactly. Like, you don't know that song, blah, blah, blah. No, I don't know that song. No, you don't. I mean, he went on to sweet pray for her. Mind you, she's upset because of the fact that he said this to the child, which, of course, we all would be upset with. Yeah, she should be. And then they went on mm. to sell merchandise saying, pray for her, pray for him. Mm. I mean, I don't know. This is why I said very quickly, I had a little dose of ignorance. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So is this going to be the new thing? Everybody wants to push for a viral moment to then yeah. start selling merch. New. He said new. They that ain't the will. You don't get it. I mean, it's. Uh, I mean, I why mean, not capitalize on the fact that the that your name is in the media? Why not? Let me sell this merch, get my coin, and call it a day. What's funny about that is that you just told me that, and I have I I scroll my I've been on my Twitter all day, and I have not seen that story. <laughs> <laughs> so. I, <laughs> so I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, I mean, even if he wants to be selling it, I'm like, oh, that exists? Great. You know, I wouldn't even get the reference if I saw it on somebody's shirt. I'm like... Hey. I would have been the same way. I'm like, why is everybody popping up with this shirt? What does this shit even mean? Yeah. I don't know if I'd ask, but... Holly <laughs> <laughs> so, Berry reveals she broke two ribs while filming her new movie. Yes. Um, this is coming from Entertainment Weekly. Barry said that she broke two ribs on the first day of filming the movie in which she portrays a disgraced MMA fighter. She quickly specified they weren't the same ribs that she fractured while filming 2019's John Wick Chapter 3 Parabellum. Hmm. Now, that you know, Holly is going to go to mile for a movie. Yeah. Especially, I want to bet money that there's a child involved in this. No. <laughs> the child's <laughs> welfare is at stake. Oh, Ali has to fight <laughs> for her life. Oh, and it must happen now, Dennis. <laughs> that has only been, what, two movies? Come on. It's been, 
it's like a good four or five. We love Holly. Don't get it twisted. But two movies: Losing Isaiah and the one where she lost the baby out in the in the and she was running and I don't remember. Oh, running chasing after them. She also had. You're forgetting losing Isaiah. I just said losing Isaiah. Oh yes, you did. My apologies. It yeah, it's been a good. That's it. It's a little more than that. Sally Field has lost more children than Halle Berry has lost children. <laughs> you know what? Because my literally created and I must look this up. Oh my god! Literally created that genre with um, not without my daughter. Like that. Like she literally created that genre. Are you kidding? <laughs> Too funny. I'm trying to. I'm really googling this right now. Berry movies right now. Wait, you googling Halle Berry movies? The one we're thinking about is Kidnap. That's the one I'm thinking about. Mm-hmm. It's Kidnap. We have, of course, said losing Isaiah, but this one didn't specify if there was a child involved. But I'm willing to bet you your bottom dollar there's a child involved in this movie. Man, you ain't getting my bottom dollar. <laughs> <laughs> now you ain't getting my bottom dollar. Oh man. And Last but not least, we have a little bit of praise to do. Okay. Um, the 2020 U.S. Census data shows white population on the decline. <laughs> this coming from, uh, excuse me, Associated Press. No racial or cannot, uh, excuse me, ethnic group deter- dominates for those under the age of 18, and white people declined in the numbers for the first time on record in overall U.S. population as the Hispanic and Asian populations boomed this past decade according to the 2020 census data. The figures released Thursday by the U.S. Census Bureau offered the most detailed portrait yet of how this country has changed since 2010 and will also be instrumental in redrawing the nation's political maps. Basically, they're trying to find out what happened with the election and why they lost. Okay, so here's... here's, here's, I'm sorry, I had to check it up for that. I, I mean, that sounds right, but there's also, it, it's also very convenient that that's a discussion right now. Right. Um, like, they have been, of course, they're tracking, they've always done that, like, since, right. Right. you know, since people started coming over here on boats, they've always tracked that. But I feel like now more than ever, I think they're discovering how powerful brown and black people are. And they're like, well, we need to realize that not only that, but a lot of white people are black and brown people and creating little black and brown babies. So it's, it's very interesting to me that they're like, oh, well, white people are on a decline. Yeah, but not the ones in power. Let's, I mean, let's, let's be all the way clear. For real. Let's be all the way clear on that one. I mean, because these the are white folk. Like, yeah, no. Like, Oh, it will be long dead when that last sentence happens. The whole, oh, rewriting the maps and all that bullshit. Fuck out of here. We will, <laughs> we will be dead. Very, very dead. Gone. Long Just gone. gone. With that being said, I think it's time for us to break the ice a bit. Okay, let's do it. Damien, it's a noted fact that you are a horror movie buff. Yes. I am a horror movie snob. Okay. Okay, upgrade. Oh, Love it. So I, we did a very quick round of pick one, which is what we like to call our icebreaker. So okay. here we go. The first option, Saw or Hostel? Hostel. Okay. It or Children of the Corn? Ooh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. 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 Do I have to answer fast or can I explain no. my answer? Take your time. Take your time. Okay. okay. Well, no, I don't want to take my time. But okay. So, oh, man. Oh, man. It is very sparkly and new and high special effects and, you know, acting over the... T- it's just... it's it's very well done because of the time it was created in. Now, if, if we're talking about the miniseries versus Children of the Corn, it's Children of the Corn. Okay. But if we're talking about it versus OG Children of the Corn, none of the, none of the uh, sequels or anything, because, woof. But if, <laughs> if we're talking about, because Children of the Corn is like, oh man, it's like top 20 for me. Mm. But, but it is like, <sighs> It was the only movie that has ever the first one was the only movie that ever made me jump. Really? With that fuck that scene where they're looking at the, the movie and he jumps out and like it's like boom 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 boom. I was like, ah! like <laughs> <laughs> that shit freaked me the fuck out. And I love Stephen King. So this is a tough one for me, but I think fuck fucking Linda Carter, man. I don't know. <laughs> <Listen>. <laughs> Outlander! <laughs> ah, Children of the Corn. Okay. okay. The Conjuring or The Exorcist? The Exorcist. Are you stupid? <laughs> <laughs> Love it! Okay. Friday the 13th or Nightmare on Elm Street? Nightmare. And the last one, the Trilogy of Horror or The Food of the Gods? Trilogy of Terror. Excuse me. Oh, I was about to say, what's Trilogy of Horror? Um, okay. The Fool of the Gods is is the one where they're the rabbits, right? The big rats and all that shit. It per- both of them personally freaked me out when I was younger. Trilogy of Terror. I mean, Food of God Food of the Gods to me is more like sci-fi. Okay. Yeah. Once they started doing the big animals and the big insects, that, that turned more sci-fi to me, but um except for the spider one the spider that one's that one's freaky uh yeah yeah, trilogy of terror because the doll on the end of that i mean come on yes absolutely (laughs) because that one terrorized me for fucking years before i got over that shit okay dope so it's time for my segment of stirring the pot now we know that i usually grab things from social media and i like to trigger lining and talk about all different types of shit but this it's not about week, me today. It's not. It is not about you today, Lonnie. We are going to talk to <laughs> Mr. Nova about all things Nova this week. Conversation. So, um, first off, let's start with origin stories a bit because my discovery of you began on Tumblr. Same. And I feel like the layers have peeled back multiple times since then. So, when did you start your Tumblr and what was your original motivation for your page? I don't know. Um, <laughs> listen, okay, so <laughs> Tumblr for me was just a transition from uh, what was the name of that other one that was like two second videos or five second videos? Vine. Vine. Like okay. it was. Like a, it was like a transition from Vine for me. Like it was more like I saw people on Tumblr on Vine, and I was like, oh well, I'll just I'll join the group, and I sort of just moved over there. I think <clears throat> initially my well, I mean, let's be honest. My my initial with any social media is to 
advance my art. That's the the main reason I join any <laughs> any <laughs> social media um, because I have no interest in the social media isms. You know what I mean? Like I have no interest in <clears throat> like I haven't done any challenges or you know what I'm saying like I just I have no interest in it um because I hate social media as a whole. But it really was it was all that MySpace is dying, Facebook is growing, Tumblr is coming. You know, it was kind of all at one time. I wasn't really 100% on Facebook yet. And it was like, okay, well, I'll do Tumblr because it's more freeing over here. I can be myself 100%. Um, uh, and then it, and then it, it, this guy hit me up on, in the inbox. He was like, oh, I, I, is this the same Damien over from, from Vine? I was like, yeah. And he was like, oh, why don't you post your videos from Vine over here? And I was like, okay. And I posted, <laughs> I posted a couple of the Vine videos, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the the nasty Vine videos, and I posted them over there. And uh, the rest is what it is. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. X2 is in there too. It's it's. Yes. Yeah. So, <clears throat> at what point did you decide to begin posting your bait videos? And did you even imagine back then that they would become so iconic? One, I don't think they're iconic. Two, <laughs> it's hard for my brain to to conceptualize watching another man jacking off as being iconic. Now, this is this is this is this is who I am. Okay, I I do not take it as I don't want to say the word seriously because that's not the word. I don't take it as intensely <laughs> as a lot of people do. Like I'm very dismissive about the whole thing. Um, so when I started doing it on Xtube, it was definitely just because I'm an exhibitionist. It wasn't because I was trying to do it because, oh, I need validation or, you know, this is, this is who I am today. And it might not be that tomorrow. No, I'm an exhibitionist. So I started doing that and I had no, I didn't know the rules because mm. now there are rules where it's like, oh, if you show your face, you know, you know, no face, no case, that whole thing. And <laughs> I can't, there's, I can't get away from it now. Like, it's like, even if I was to start posting videos without my face, they're like, oh, that's Damien. (laughs) 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 So it's very much like I'm stuck in that now. I, I, I kind of wish I wasn't kind of, but I'm grateful for, um, sort of, the feedback that I've gotten from a lot of people I, <clears throat> and not just people that are like, Oh, I want to put your big black cock in my mouth. It, it's more, okay. it's more like, you know, Oh, wow. Like I saw you being free and like it inspired me to be free and live my sexuality and, and, and discover myself physically. And like, those are the people that I respond to for the most part. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I, I never gave it any thought about, Oh, well, this is going to change masturbation for men (laughs) (laughs) I never gave it any because there were a lot of people that were on Xtube and and everything that are not really doing anything anymore Um, I think because I have been so I have been inconsistently consistent um, people are like oh well he's still around cool you know I'm old now but they're like oh he's still around doing his thing whatever but it's like yeah I mean what else am I doing (laughs) <laughs> what else are any of us doing? doing but yeah, like I, I, I said iconic because I, I think about like the artwork that was created after somebody saw one of your videos oh, and yeah. like 
just knowing from my perspective yeah. and me following you, I had never been into masturbation videos. I promise oh. you. It was never my thing because I was never, I was a masturbator in my teens, heavy. I left that shit behind because it was like, what the fuck? But your videos were Excuse always, first of all, I was like, first of all, this man is fine as fuck. Second of all, this shit is hot. Like, it, you can tell that you were really enjoying yourself. I love a lot of noise when it's fucking baiting and shit going on. You appeal to all of the acoustics in my mind. It just took me away. So, uh-huh. like, after that, people, people that I know love the videos. And then it just became, like, you unintentionally kind of made your own brand. Pretty because much. anybody else that does bait videos, nobody does it like Damian Nova. Nobody. Like, it oozes sensuality and sex. It's great. Okay. <laughs> I'll, no, take that, I'll take it. That was me, like, because I know Iconic gets thrown around a lot. It does. Iconic in these days, in a millennial Gen Xer point of view, yeah. is like, this is a stamp on, like, the 2020s, 2000s, that if I put it in front of the Black gay masses, they're going to know who you are, even if they don't know your name. That okay, okay, so I've discovered that one um in the last maybe two or three years where they're like, oh, I didn't even put that together. Um there's 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 a uh an artist who I'm cool with. Um he's the musician out in LA. I'm not gonna say his name. Okay. Um but he inboxed me on Instagram. He was like, Okay, so I did not realize this Damian Nova was the same. Because he, I mean, we've been music friends for so long that I think he just was like, oh, I never put that together. Um, and he's he's always been sort of on the fringe of sexuality, as it were. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so he was always, he was just very, and he started off in gospel. So it was, it, you know, so it was always like he was, he wasn't really talking to me on that level. But once he figured it out and he came to be whoever he is now. Um. <sighs> <laughs> um, he was very, you know, like, oh, well, this this is you, and this is that just happened. What today on Twitter? Somebody was like, I never discovered, realized that the person jacking off in this video was Damien Nova. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? What? Like, what? Okay, that's great. Like, I, I mean, because right. <laughs> that means I'm creating different things, and like, I, I don't want to create the same thing at nauseum. Um, which is what the kids are doing now on their OnlyFans. It's very like the same thing over and over and over again. Um, the people who are doing something uh, just a little different. They're like, mm, that's weird. You know, it's so <laughs> I, <laughs> like, oh, okay, well, don't fuck that way. Like, fuck this way, you know, so I, <laughs> which is why I don't fucking videos because I will not have people critiquing the way I fuck. Gotcha. I could only imagine. Uh, okay. So in the midst of posting your adult content, um, as you stated before, you've always wanted to promote your art. So then we also learned that you are a musician. So how long have you been creating music and when did you get your start? Oh, um, well, that's an interesting question. Um, I mean, my mother was an opera singer. Oh, um, really? Yeah, she was an opera singer. Uh, She's now a physician. 
she's a lot of things. Um, but she <laughs> my mom was in military and all that, so she's always been sort of a driven lady. We don't really have a relationship, but um, I mean, I've been in choirs and everything since I was a kid, and then uh, my mother, I told my mother I wanted to do it seriously, and she was like, okay, well, we need to do this, you know, and I, she taught me piano and voice, and <clears throat> uh, then I be, I started doing it professionally in like 19, I know, 19, <laughs> 1997. Mm -hmm. um, I released my first project in 1998. It was a house music project. Um, oh, excuse me, then, <laughs> then I started doing uh, like backgrounds for uh, artists, uh, Sandra, Vesta, Al Jarreau, um, I don't talk about these things because I'm not a braggart, but, um, uh, you know, and then I started like touring with my band and by myself and all that. So, I, you know, it's been a long, I've been at this a long, long, long time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I've been offered deals that I didn't take because deals are trash, but uh, I, I don't know. I just, I, I've been, I've been doing it a long time, so. Okay. I try to stay humble about it, but I need to start speaking up more. <laughs> yes, because you are the shit in many, many ways, and people need to hear your music, but I will... I love your shocked faces when I said 1997. <laughs> <laughs> I do you realize you how old I am? Do y'all realize? I, we do now, now, now that you said that. Like, yeah. I was like, okay, he's not... It's not like he's been around that long. No, okay. not, it's not, yeah. <laughs> we don't care. We're, but we're it's like here. knowing it now is like, okay, let's put things into perspective to me. It really does. Yes. Yes, mm. yes absolutely. Mm. So, mm -hmm. um, so what genres or artists are inspirations for your sound? Um, I mean funk. Mm -hmm. That's kind of it. I mean, I, I I love everything surrounding funk. So we're talking R and B, rock and roll, jazz. You know, I, because it's all encompassing. I think that's why I gravitate towards it. Um, and now it's definitely taking on a more electronic sort of uh, energy. And I, I'm I'm into the new disco thing coming in now. Like people are actually being disco-y again. They're not yeah. doing it right, but they're you know. <laughs> We, I mean, you know, people are at least trying to go outside of what is, uh, what I consider the same old shit. Um, so, uh, but, you know, it's always been Prince, of course, Rufus and Shaka Khan, um, Shaka Khan by her fucking self. Right. <laughs> 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 um, you know, Parliament, Earthman and Fire, that, those are the people that I grew up on. So those are Miles Davis, Sarah Vaughn. Um, so the, the, I mean, there, I mean, there are some newer people and when I say newer, <laughs> <laughs> uh, inspires me kind of capped off at like 98 because, you know, with Erica and D'Angelo and Bilal and people like that, it, yes, um, there are a couple of new people that I'm like, oh, they're cool, but they're not like. Like oh I'm I'm inspired you know <laughs> I like Don Richard but she doesn't inspire me so it, it, it is what it is um, I like the new girls I do but they don't they're not talking to me so fair that. that is so fair so I have so many favorites from your catalog from Kama Sutra to self serving to 
to La Petite Mort. Um, but by far, my favorite body of work from you is 2018's Voodoo. Can you take us through what the creative process and vision was like for that album? Oh, shit. Well, <laughs> I, I recorded an entire project with this producer here in Cleveland, Ohio. Mm -hmm. um, we had a deal with Target to release it there. Um, world like at select targets worldwide. Um, he backed out of the deal because his wife didn't want him to be associated with a queer act. Yeah. I mean, so, damn. So, um, the only song that was left, um, and this th this goes back a little ways, but the only song that was left from that project was Dogfight. Mm -hmm. And because Dogfight was me and me and Eric Troy produced Dogfight, so that was our song. But the rest of that music is lost to me. Uh, so then I went on and released Gold, which was not as good to me because <clears throat> I, I had to rush the project because I was I had people like, oh well, where's the project? Where's the project? So I had to rush something out. And I like Gold, but um, so I had to take a break. <laughs> from like creating because it really, it really destroyed my spirit and uh, put me on a dark path and I started doing drugs again. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I, I released a project called Black for the, uh, around the time that, um, oh God, what's wrong with me? Uh, the city in Michigan that was out of water. Flint. 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 Um, and I, I did that project to uh, send money to Flint so that they can, so I, I sent water basically um, for that. And that was just, that was me projecting and black was very much the direction I wanted to go with an entire project. So um, I found my religion during that time, after, during rehab, I found my religion, which was in, uh, uh, it started off with uh, Yoruba, but then I, I, I retraced my steps and just ended up in voodoo. <laughs> and um, it really changed my life. And um, I had to put all of my magic and blackness on one project. So I ended up in a relationship. Mm -hmm. I'm, and I'm not going to say I... People, people are like, oh, well, I got in a relationship. That word is incorrect. Mm -hmm. I ended up <laughs> in a relationship, mainly because I was at a time in my life where I was like, ah, fuck, man, I'm not doing this, you know, and he just sort of came out of nowhere. And with him and with my religion together and how blackity black he is, I mean, we're still friends, but as blackity black as he is and, and really just opened my mind to a lot of things. And that's sort of how that happened. It, it really, I recorded Voodoo in two weeks. Um, because once the muse hits, it hits. Right. Um, Love Again really was the first song that I recorded on it because of him. Mm -hmm. That's my so it, it was like Love Again, then Ooh was like right after it. And uh, it was like a lot of, a lot of the love songs on it were because of him. Okay. Um, actually, all the love songs on it were because of him. Because I'm not a love song writer. If you retrace back to my other music is that I don't write love songs because 
I never think another human being is worth writing and spending money to go in a studio to record about. I know that is the R&B thing. You record a whole album about some motherfucker that left you. But I am I am not. <laughs> I don't get into that um, mainly because I think of like once I'll have a, a verse and a chorus, and I'm like I ain't got shit else to say about you. Mm. You have you. I've said everything I need to say. I said everything to you. I'm not about to go in the studio and record again and and live through this shit again. And you hear about people. Oh, well, I was in the studio and I started recording. I was crying. It's like <laughs> fuck that noise, man. I'm not I'm not wasting fifty sixty dollars an hour on a studio session to go in there and talk about your dumb ass. But the thing is, <laughs> I was so in love with this boy that everything that he did sparked inspiration. So um, he was my muse for a very long time. So voodoo is a product of post-rehab religion finding in love, because it all sort of happened at once. I got out of rehab and met Jared. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like the same month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, so it was like that magic was real. You know, that that was those stars were aligned. And um, Voodoo is definitely so far my best project, but not my favorite. Okay. What it you- is definitely my best project, but it there's some charm in. Uh, um, uh, Fuck, I don't know the name of my albums. Uh, <laughs> I have quite a few. Uh, um, there's some charm in my earlier work that still holds a place in my heart, but um, I love Voodoo. I do. I love that project. Um, and people do. I perform it everywhere. So. Yes, awesome. Okay. So after Voodoo, um, I noticed that you began to tour with and began to focus on your band, Neon Claws, mm. um, instead of just your solo music. So tell me a little bit about how Neon Claws came to be. <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting all the things. He came prepared with the question. Yes. He did. You did. He came prepared. Because uh, we've talked about the jacket off, and now we're talking about Neon Claws. Okay, so yeah. uh, Neon Claws basically was always a name I used for my band. Okay. Uh, Whenever I was doing something live, I was like, we are, we are, we are doing Neon Claws stuff, Neon Claws, Neon Claws. It was always a collective. Mm-hmm. Um, it was never like a public collective. Like, this is who we are. It was never that for me. Um, but in the last, in 2017, uh, me, my boy Rio, my boy Darnell, uh, we decided to start creating exclusively together. Um, it was definitely more my idea. I'm not going to sit here and, and and diminish that, but I could not do it without them. You know what I'm saying? Like there is no, there's no I in team, mm-hmm. but there is definitely a backwards me. So, but I, I, <laughs> I don't, um, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I love it. Oh shit. Uh, but no, I, I mean, I, I love Neon Claws. I think my issue, of course, is that once we really started digging our proverbial claws in it, uh, COVID happened. So uh, we've sort of, we've fallen off quite a bit, but we have a new single coming out. It's a new old single. I'm re-recording, we're re-recording a song I did called Running on My Planet 
that I usually do live and people are like, oh, you're doing it on my planet tonight? I'm like, oh, Jesus, okay. And that song is hard. It's so hard. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I write like that, but it's so hard. <laughs> but we're releasing it and it's probably just going to make it worse and people are going to hear that song all the time. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I mean, it was, it wasn't, it really wasn't like a, it wasn't like magic or anything. It was just, y'all been with me forever. Let's do something for real. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, there are certain members that are always sort of periphery members, like Eric Troy and Elijah Gilmore, who's a jazz musician. Um, but it's like, it's always that. So, and my girl, Shayla, who lives in Baltimore. Um, so, you know, it's always people, but it's always the core. It's always just us three. So once I started touring and really started getting out there, I didn't want to go out as Damian Nova really anymore. I'm not really sure why, but I just, I didn't want to just, uh, I guess I was tired mm -hmm. of doing everything by myself. There it is. I was, <laughs> I was tired. Come on, honestly. Listen. I was tired of doing everything alone and uh, I needed help. And it was, it was really, it just kind of happened that way. That's really all there is to that. But I love Neon Claws and I love the direction we're going in. It's just kind of hard with traveling and all that because we're spread to the fourth winds. Rio is in Atlanta. Um, Darnell is no longer in the band. He was recently fired. Uh, that's it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what was that? All right. So you have a love for all things comics, games, music, and most notoriously for horror movies. See. So what sparks your interest particularly in horror films and do they inspire your artistry in any way? Oh yeah. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> Talk about it. Come on, with the, come on with me. I mean, I was as a kid, I was a Muppets head, right? I mean, if 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 you were not a Muppets head as a kid, you weren't a kid, as far as I'm concerned. And I'm talking like Muppets, Sesame Street, Fraggle Rock, yeah. like across, like if especially in my era, like if you were if you did not grow up on that, or you were like, oh, that's that's stupid. You weren't, we weren't friends. We weren't <laughs> friends. I don't like you. What the fuck is wrong with you? Wow, I don't like you. <laughs> no, I was that kid. I was seriously that kid. So, like, with the Muppets, it was very much that's where my music started. I know it's that's weird, but it, it's it's very <sighs> Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem <laughs> was my intro <laughs> to funk like i didn't know what that was like my grandmother was very gospel like it was always gospel in the house and and with tinges of michael jackson here and there but for the most part it was <laughs> gospel and blues and it was like oh god okay like either you sad about losing somebody or you sad about you gonna die and see the world and see jesus and it's like i don't want it <laughs> is this so <laughs> with and 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 this is relevant this is relative so i let me get to it but so with the muppets i always i always felt like especially the muppet show proper mm -hmm. it never felt quite kitty when i was a kid i always felt like i was watching something i shouldn't be mm -hmm. um, because there were there were segments in there that were fucking creepy so it would be like i'm like oh should i is this what I should be, should I be watching this? And I remember my mom came over to me. She was like, I think I had to be about six. Mm -hmm. And she was like, you think that's scary? 
I was like, yeah, it's creepy. I was like, and she was like, yeah, okay, whatever. And she showed me, <laughs> she showed me Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That was the first horror movie I had ever seen. <laughs> Mama said, I got your ass. You want to see creepy? Let me show you. And I remember being mesmerized by this movie. Now, if I watch it now, it's definitely more of a I'm drunk and probably talking through it kind of movie. But <laughs> fuck, that movie is so good. <laughs> so every time we would go to Blockbuster or whatever video was around at the time, um, I would always gravitate towards a horror section. She really sparked that in me. My mother sparked a lot of things in me, but uh, she really sparked that hunger to want to see more of it. So I was watching all kind of shit. Killer clowns from outer space, oh uh, sleepaway camp. Uh, like that was that was my childhood. And so she took me to like this horror convention when I was like nine. And that was it. That was it. I was obsessed. I was obsessed. The makeup, the special effects, the acting, the titties. The, like it was... It was <laughs> I was <laughs> I was obsessed and I remember she showed me The Exorcist for the first time when I was about 10. She was like, I think you can watch this now. <laughs> and I was about 10 or 11 years old and she watched she showed it to me and it it fucked with me. Man, not not because it was scary because yes, but because of the way it was made. Like it was so it's so slow yeah. and it's it's so deliberate. And there's like this burn to it where you have to, you, you're invested now. You care about these characters. You care about everybody. So by the time everything starts happening, you're in, that's where the fear comes in. It becomes real. That's why that movie became my favorite movie of all time. So you comparing that, you asking me if it's <laughs> comparable to, to fucking Conjuring right. was an insult. <laughs> maybe, just maybe, I should have went a little bit like this. Jeepers, creepers. <laughs> maybe, I, maybe I messed up. Maybe, like if you had said The Exorcist or The Omen, I probably would have had an issue. I probably would have had a little bit more trouble with that. I was not thinking about The Omen. Yeah, I, I can admit that I wasn't. Rookie mistake. And then, and then I right. discovered like seventies horror and sixties horror, and it's just ah, it's so good. So <laughs> to the like, it all sort of melted in the music because at the end of most eighties horror was like metal, like they played like it was like the end of Nightmare on Elm Street, the first Nightmare. On Elm, it was like a movie, a song about your nightmares and dreams or whatever. It was a stupid metal song about nightmares and dreams, but I was like, that's that's kind of badass <laughs> that's they hired somebody to write a song about freddy krueger at the end of the movie you know it, it was it was that that whole thing and i remember watching thriller and i said there it is there is the meld of there's there's the marriage of horror and music that i was like wow that's that's it and no black artist was doing that i mean come on but it was like that that was that was spectacular to me. I mean, now I listen to Thriller and I'm like, this is a dumb song. But <laughs> back then, <laughs> back then I was just very much like, wow, that's fucking great. Um, so yeah, there is an element. <sighs> even even like with Liberty, like, like with not so much with Le Petit More, but Le Petit More is, is the little death in French. So 
it's definitely about dying, but it's about orgasms while dying. So it, uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, that's your question. Yes, horror and music has always sort of been, and then Nine Inch Nails happened, and I I lost my mind. I fucking love Nine Inch Nails. I fucking love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So you have a YouTube show called The Penny Candy Show, where you review just about everything that piques your interest from award shows to action figures, horror films, and action films. Tell us more about the creation of The Penny Candy Show. How'd you come up with the name? And what do you want your audience to take away from each experience? These questions are exhausting. So, <laughs> what did you do to him? He didn't know. Listen, I've been following for a long time. You got a question. If y'all could see his face when he even said Penny Candy, I wish I could have recorded that. <laughs> like, literally, like, oh my God, he brought up Penny Candy. <laughs> oh, so I'm triggered mainly because I've sort of fallen off on on creating for Penny Candy. Uh, okay, so... It's, it's all right. It's okay. he, he triggered your anxiety. It's all right. It's okay. It is. It's so, like, like the last couple of days, I've been thinking, God, I got to start making these videos for Penny Candy again. Um, and so, okay, so it started off with me and my ex. Um, well, he's my ex, but he's my friend. With me and my friend, uh, creating the show mainly to review X-Men movies. Okay. Uh, we d- There is an episode, like the earlier episodes, where we reviewed all of the X-Men movies up until Dark Phoenix. We didn't get to uh, uh, New Mutants because we were separated by the time New Mutants came out. But uh, yeah, so it started off there and then I sort of let it die. Because it was like, okay, well, he's not here, so I can't, I can't create this anymore. Fuck it, you know. It was, <laughs> it was dramatic. Um, and then my girl Shayla, my bestie who lives in Baltimore, uh, she hit me up and she was like, "What happened to Penny Candy?" And I'm like, "What? What are you talking about?" She was like, "You're not going to do that anymore." I was like, "No, Jared's not here." And she was like, "The fuck are you talking about? Just keep making it." And I was like, "But." but I'm not young and I'm not cute. I mean, cause you have to be like ring light makeup, you know, on YouTube now it's like, and I just, I'm like, that's, that's not like, she was like, nigga, if you don't <laughs> you love talking about the shit, like you love talking about the shit. You don't have anybody to talk to about it anymore. Like he's gone, like he's gone, like just create and talk about it. So yeah, I started doing that and sort of bringing on guests for the runway reviews and everything. And I mean, I love it. I, I think it's <clears throat> it's definitely like, considering I'm such an introvert, um, and there is a bit of mystique to me quotation marks that uh, because I don't share all of my business with everybody all the time, I do not brag about stuff I'm doing. I do not brag about the awards I've won, even though I could pan over and show you them. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I just don't do it so it's just uh it's it's it was very much an outlet i don't have a ton of friends that i can share that with as a black nerd especially a black gay nerd uh mm-hmm. uh yeah a gay blur 
um, it is it's it's hard to find people in a Midwestern city to relate to that aren't like, all right, yeah, we play Mortal Kombat, and I'm going to suck your black cock. It's like, okay. <laughs> oh, God, the way you said that. Just made That's the way they say it. That's the way they say it. That's the way they say it. Here. <laughs> so, you know, so Penny can like, sort. I mean, in the same vein as uh, the OnlyFans, it's, it's, it's very much an outlet for the things I'm into um, because I don't have people around me to talk about those things too. If I had somebody with me to talk about those things too, I probably would still do it, but I, it wouldn't definitely wouldn't be at the same volume. You understand? Yeah. Um, I do it a lot now because it's just me and my dog um, and my family doesn't support. So it's, it's very much, I'm just going to do what I do at all times. Uh, I don't have any brothers or sisters. I don't have any first cousins. Mm. You know, it's, it's, it's very much me. <laughs> oh, <wow. Okay>. Yeah, <laughs> it's very much just me. Uh, so I, you know, it, it everything that I do is an outlet in some form or fashion. So, okay, all right, all right. That's all I'm gonna say about Penny Candy. <laughs> so, uh, in that same vein, come on now, we're oh, gonna God. do another pivot. Come on, pivot. Um, at one point, you were posting your um your bait bids to Pornhub. Then came the Dark Hoongan. OnlyFans page. So tell us about the transition between the two and how, is, how has your experience been creating content on the OnlyFans platform? Look, Diane Sawyer, I'm going to need you. Diane <laughs> 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 Sawyer! Thank you, thank you. Show me the receipts, Diane. So <laughs> um, boy, you got them. Um, so <laughs> Pornhub was cool for a minute. Uh, it was more of a like a Xtube to por- Pornhub okay. kind of thing. I was Xtube got weird. <laughs> uh, and I don't know what happened over there, but the it format got weird. It did. Like I was, it was mad, weird and random. Random AF. So I think it's done now, right? Like they're yeah. basically gone. Whatever. Uh, but, uh, Pornhub is on his way, but Pornhub, uh, Pornhub again started off just as me being like, oh, I'm going to do this. But then my boy on Twitter, uh, we're not friends, but we cool. Um, uh, God, what's this Twitter handle? Uh, Kai, Kai something. I don't know. You know, um, uh, big guy, light skinned, hairy. Okay, anyway. Um, but he basically was like, okay, so when are you gonna start like monetizing this shit? Because it was it was at a time where cause that whole monetizing your videos kind of only started happening like in the last couple of years. Yeah, it is very much so <clears throat> people act like, oh, it's been around since 2000. No, it hasn't. Like we, monetizing your content is very much a new thing. So whoever's ever doing it now is very much new to it. We're all new to it. Nobody is an expert at it. Um, and the people that claim they are aren't because you see people like, oh, I had 40,000 followers on OnlyFans and now I only have two and my rent is due. You know, it's like, okay, well, listen, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you want us to do. We're all in the same boat. 
No um, one told you, sis, that your only that your OnlyFans content was worth twenty dollars a month. And, and then there's that. that. And then there's that. So that. Pornhub was paying sort of in the same way as my music was, where it would pay per stream, per click, per you know, it would it would pay like that way. And then if you wanted to buy a video, you could pay a specific price, and I would get something from that. And they were paying actually pretty good. But then they had the purge where they got rid of all the people who did not have verified accounts, which was a large bulk of my fan base. Um, because there are a lot of people who are not on Pornhub to be porn stars. They're on Pornhub to watch porn right. and they're not trying to be verified. They just want to get on there, watch some videos and pay somebody to watch videos. They didn't want to go crazy. So that purged a lot of it and I still make a couple hundred dollars from them a month but it's nothing nowhere near like it was so sort of just held off from the whole thing and I was like well I'll post it on and I, I left Twitter it's, it's funny because I, I I left Twitter to focus on neon claws and then once the purge on Pornhub happened I came back to Twitter okay because I still needed my outlet I still needed that's that's something I need Right. That's that's my therapy. So I was like, okay, well, I'll still like, you know, I'll show my dick on Twitter, whatever. And I <laughs> which is all it is. That's all I mean, and it, and it's simple. It's so on brand. <laughs> it's so on brand. I'll show my dick on Twitter. Whatever. <laughs> right. <laughs> like it's, and that, that's what it was. I mean, it's so like I think people take it people take it too seriously. Like it's like we're showing our genitals on a site that won't be here in 20 years you know what i'm saying like it we're so relax guys like <laughs> like fucking relax. fucking relax so um i was doing that and then that's when he was like monetize this shit you know i'm like okay and uh i really because i was still in a relationship okay at the time and i was very much like ah, is this what you do you know is this is this do you do this it's the right thing to do. Um, but he was very supportive of the whole, you know, he didn't really, he's very sex positive. So there was no like, no, don't show your dick. That's my dick. You know, it was, it was never that. Um, <laughs> he knew, he, he, I want it now. <laughs> <laughs> he showed, I mean, he was transparent when he met me. He was like, look, I followed you on, you know, whatever. And I jacked off to, you know what I'm saying? Like he was very transparent about that. So he was never about like, oh no, I'm, don't do that. So I was always on the fence about it. And then we broke up <laughs> and I was like, well, it's 2020, you know, um, how should I do this now? And that's sort of around the time that Pornhub was like, fuck y'all. And I was like, okay, well, fuck you too. And I, I sort of just backed off from the whole thing. And I was like, okay, well, I don't need to be showing my dick on Twitter all the time. Um, especially considering a lot of my music friends follow me on Twitter. And I was like, ah, how do I how do I navigate this um, and still show that I don't give a fuck? Right. Because I don't. <laughs> I don't. I'm a very sexual being. Um, I've always my music is very sexual. It, there's no there's no question about who I am. So it's it's very much like, oh well okay, fine. And he was like, monetize it. Like, you should keep doing it. So I did OnlyFans because Pornhub fell off and money. I mean, there's no, I mean, there's really no other reason. And it's sort of, I was like, well, if I'm going to do OnlyFans, 
I want to do what everybody else is doing. Um, of course, I started off just moving shit from Pornhub only to OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, well, if I move the shit over here, whatever, it'll be here. And then I looked at my content and I was like, oh, it's the same shit. Fuck. Okay. Um, and people are like, oh, no, don't change it. Like, I just love watching you squirt. Okay. But the artist in me was like, I, I can't just... Yeah, it has to be changed. It has has to be something else because if I see one more dude just like with his TV on in the background and his feet and his dick and then come shot. Because that's all it is. That's all it is. And you put $15 a month for the loop. For a loop. For a loop. We haven't seen your face. Uh oh. He's triggered. I think there's a rant brewing. Talk about it. Come on. Come on. Tell me about it. In full transparency. Let's talk about it. When we said the King of Date videos, we didn't say this for no reason. No. Those vi- those early videos from Tumblr, the ones that were later put on to Etsy, Pornhub, the things. Yes. They had the ingredients. <laughs> so well, I I the, the ingredients was the fact that one, we knew this man was sitting here baiting in front of us. Yes. But he didn't make it seem like it was, oh, he's doing it for the world to see. Mm-hmm. He made it seem like it was just for you. Yes. It just was. for you. There yes. was no music in the background. No. Bitch. Everything was, pr- it was No right Golden there. Girls, no fucking Rescue Rangers, no Cardi B in the background, no dogs barking, like... <laughs> the, the quality, the quality, it's... And recently, I can say he reposted a video. It's like, no matter how many videos I do, I can never escape. It's this the one that one. Yeah. art. It is one. It's yeah. like, this is the standard. So it's like, if I'm telling you, and I don't say this just because, if I'm telling you verbatim that gladly I would pay the higher amount for that compared to paying for bullshit, because there's a lot of no, there's a lot of big names. On that on that site, they give way shorter videos and charge way more. Way more. On small loop shit. On literally loop shit. Yeah, I can't. The same thing, like over and like the funny thing is that the people that are and it's like the ones that are like that were porn. mm, Porn stars is a strong word. Porn performers. Okay. uh, Before the the ones that were on like. Breed it raw and mm-hmm. and like uh, uh, Coco Dorm and everything. The ones that are actually creating that content again, I commend them because they have actually. They said, "I'm gonna take what we were doing already, and I'm gonna monetize it for me." Now yeah. it's messy because they're pulling people that were also a part of that and doing videos together, and it's like, well, I don't pay for that. You kind of do because you have to pay this person to be in your video with you or come to some agreement that this is what, how we're going to get paid off of this video we're doing together. Fine. Fine. That, that's, I think that's fine. When it comes to bait videos, though, it's a, it, it is a very fine line about be, between boring mm-hmm. and <laughs> unstoppable. Like, there are people that I've seen jacking off, and I'm like, God damn, this video is hot. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's right. like... 
fuck. And it, and it has nothing to do with the way they look or anything. It's just about the way they exude whatever they're exuding. And it's, it's, there's this one dude, his name is Johnny Dyston. Okay. Okay. Johnny Dyston is very much, hmm, I'm not sure if he's doing, uh, I don't know if he's, if he's gay baiting. Okay. Okay. I'm not sure. Because <laughs> I'm not going to go on record and saying, "Oh no, he's he's unique." Because you know, people like uh, what's that other Flashman Wade and everything like people like that are who are gay baiting. It's like even if even if you aren't gay, you know, or even if you are gay, you're still gay baiting because you're not claiming anything. But the with this guy, he doesn't he doesn't feel like he's gay baiting. It just feels like he's sitting there and just enjoying his body, and it's. Oh, I don't think I've ever seen his face on his videos, but I, I am, I am stalking this man. He, I have followed him on Twitter, on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, he is beautiful. He is beautiful. Yes, and he jacks off and he'll come and then he'll start rubbing his dick again and he'll squirt again. It's like, what am I looking at? And um, he, he'll like sometimes he'll put a vibrator up his butt and it's like, oh my god. so i get it like i get the the fascination um i'm not as fascinated with me as a lot of other people are (laughs) like i don't i don't consider myself uh classically attractive so um and what i mean by like social media attractive so whatever i'm giving off is very genuine there is no performative nature to anything that I'm doing. I don't do anything for numbers. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it because that's what I want to do. So when I started reviewing porn videos on my OnlyFans, I was like, this is it. This is the cross between Penny Candy and, and OnlyFans. So it was like, this is, this is still me guys. Like I'm not going to then they're like, oh, we should see you fuck on video. You're not going to see that happen. I don't want you to see me fuck anybody on video. That's not, that's not going to happen. It doesn't have anything to do with my body, con- my my image issues, even though, yes. Um, it has everything to do with you don't need to know who I'm fucking. That is none of your fucking business. Mm-hmm. That, there is a, I am over 40. There are certain things you're not going to fucking know. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're just not. You're just not. Even if you see me pop up in a relationship in a couple years, you're not in the next twenty years. You're not gonna see. Yeah. Okay. You're not. <laughs> you're not gonna see him and I fucking on camera. That is not something I'm into. If that's what you're into, that's fine. I'm not judging people who are into that. That is not who I am. It's just not. So I've gotten a couple people unfollow me on, on, you know, unsubscribe, and that's fine. That's fine. Go look for what you're looking for. Go pay $20 to the dude that's fucking his husband on camera and letting other people fuck his husband on camera. And it's, it, I don't know his name. I forgot his name. But he's always, he's always so we know who he is. positive. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> And his husband is beautiful. Like, I mean, if I had the chance, I'm not going to fuck him on camera, but if I had the chance, I'd fuck him. Oh, my God. But, <laughs> but <laughs> so I'm not, listen, you let people fuck him on camera, fine, whatever. Um, but I would be lying if I said, and hot take, but I would be lying if I said something feels off 
about that whole thing. Mm. Um, there is something, there's a controlling. <laughs> there's some off with that so you know there but there is a level to that there are levels to that where if right. you're going to do this as a couple there has to be there has to be somebody controlling the situation <laughs> mm-hmm. um you can't too many cooks in the kitchen you know so it's like that's something i never got into i think that's why i my shit has always felt so genuine which is why people like it Because there aren't a whole bunch of hands in what I'm doing. Everything that I do, for the most part, is produced, financed, written, arranged, recorded, edited. Everything that you see is done by me. I do not pay an editor. I do not pay a, a videographer. I do everything myself. So when I create something that is edited and takes time, you're not going to get it every fucking like two or three every fucking week like that's not going to the fuck so there was a guy on my OnlyFans commented on probably the shortest video I have on there which is still like two minutes and some odd change he was like you should post longer videos and I'm like nigga scroll down like all of all of my (laughs) like what the fuck and then and then on a video where I'm jacking off and you hear the porn but you don't see it He's like, oh, next time show us the porn you're you're jacking off to. I literally have a show. I literally have a show <laughs> where I look at porn, show you the porn I'm watching, and jack off to it in front of you. Like, may, I please, may I please add in the commentary? Baby. Oh, the commentary. Because here we go. <laughs> so my final question. <laughs> is about that. So you created what I think is just genius. It's fucking super dope. The amazing smut reviews mm. on your OnlyFans platform. Now, can you tell us about the creation of the segment and how it fares in comparison to you, to your solo clips on your OnlyFans? Well, I mean, listen, I mean, I just said that, but <laughs> yeah. I just answered that question, Jesus. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But no, it's it's a marriage. Like I said, it's a marriage of pink candy and sort of my sexual outlet. And I, I mean, I'm pretty funny, you know. I, I tend I tend yeah. to think I'm I'm a funny guy, you know. I didn't feel like if I was going to do that, I didn't feel like I should have taken it too seriously. Mm-hmm. So everybody's like, oh, well, you should do good videos. I'm like, that defeats the that purpose. That defeats the purpose. <laughs> <laughs> all the kids ain't good. They're not all good. And, and, and let's, I mean, with research that I've been doing, 90% of them are not good. So it's like the ones that are, that you hold on to and the people that are, remember are iconic, like, and shit like that i'm like okay y'all remember that yeah okay let me show you how bad that shit was you and know what i'm saying did, i was like this shit was <laughs> bad, bad why would we crazy about this i just didn't get it i was like yeah because I, I remember a print day, I, I think that i was like 18 19 sure somebody went to the store and got the tape slid that bitch out in that big ass plastic tray with all that fucking noise fun and we passed her around 
re-recorded her, slapped the triple X's on the blank copy. All this sure. It was all the rage. Sure. And you did the review, and I was like, now why do you love this shit? And the, I, think the, I think the best part of it is when he trolls that it almost got him, like, Shit, there you go. We were almost there. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> I listen. I I'm, I like to have fun, you know, and I like to have fun with culture and content and everything. And I just feel like me sitting here, going, you know, it's just. <laughs> <laughs> It's so boring. Like it's like yes, at two a.m. when I'm in the bed by myself and the body is calling, and I turn on my Twitter and I see somebody just yes, absolutely, I am here with you. But when I'm paying money to watch somebody pleasure themselves or be or pleasure others. I don't want to see you. I don't want to see that. Like, I I get the whole gooning thing and everything, and it's fine. It's hot, whatever. But it's like, I don't want to see, I don't scroll down and see you in the same position doing the same thing over and over and over again. And and to be fair, people could say the same thing about me when it comes to uh, my reviews, when it comes to smart reviews. I am technically doing the same thing over and over and over again. However, it's all about execution. When you are when you are doing the same thing, you have to be like, okay, well, how can I make this episode different? What can I do differently in this one that I didn't do in the last one? And I'm constantly trying to think up new ways to keep you guys entertained. That is my goal. It is not about, yes, if you're jacking off with me, great. If you're at work watching me, the shit, great. Like I have no... There is no rule about what you should be doing when you're watching my content. Whereas with other people, it's like, yeah, retweet this if you, you know, it's like, I've never done that. I'm not into that. I'm not into like, I'm going to show you my dick and be like, retweet if you like penis. Huh? (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? What are you saying? I'm following you because I like penis. I have to retweet you to prove to everyone else that I like your penis? That's so... Apparently. It's so weird. (laughs) It's so weird. I mean, but you know, that goes right into that, like, that clicks and views shit. Like, people are literally using that to spread their content. Like, when you see this, retweet if you eat my ass or retweet if you Yeah. Which one is it? And it's just like... Yeah. So now you get all your numbers up and then you get, uh, yeah, I get it. But it's still just like, no, I'm not. The funny thing, the people with real, with real numbers, I'm talking about people that are in the hundreds of thousands of of, of followers. They never did that because they never really had to. It was just people flocked to because they were either the body everybody likes or they were creating something that people just flock to. And that's just what it is. If I got to get on Twitter to convince you to please come watch, please, please, please come watch me. Please, please. <laughs> right. Please help. Help pay my rent. <laughs> not, not send help. This is an SOS. <laughs> right. But that's what it looks like. It looks like help help me pay my rent, please. Please, please mm-hmm. help me pay my rent. Please. My and let's do tomorrow, sis. Can y'all just go on ahead and subscribe? <laughs> right. 
Like that's my exactly bill, my phone bill is literally a week past soon. They cut my show tomorrow. And y'all just go ahead and subscribe. I just need the children to know that OnlyFans should not be your only income. <sighs> I ain't got nothing for, to speak to that. <laughs> I, I'm on the I'm, I'm gonna tell you I'm on the fence about that, mainly because I'm not touring right now because mm-hmm. of COVID. Um, and I, I work in IT, so I make pretty good money. <laughs> if my job was to stop tomorrow, mm-hmm. I could live off of that 666 right. of content that I am getting right now, at least for the next year. Okay. Only because of the way they pay out. Mm-hmm. So with Pornhub, they paid once a month. You cannot change that. With OnlyFans, you could save your money up and get paid out whenever you want. If you are, if you have thousands of followers, if you have thousands of subscribers, the way it happens is it's sort of, let's say you subscribe on the 1st of January. Mm-hmm. I don't see your money until like three or four weeks later. Okay, I might it'll show it'll it'll show it, but it won't be available to me for some time. So it is kind of the same format as Pornhub, but I think for tax purposes for only OnlyFans, I think they they let it trickle. So that's why people are trying to say follow me now because if you everybody follows me today, right? That means on the if you follow me on the fifth. If, if I get a thousand followers, if I get a thousand subscribers on the fifth, then I will see twenty dollars in a thousand subscribers in a couple weeks. Got it. Okay. Okay. Makes total sense. It is it, when you subscribe, I don't see that six dollars immediately. Be nice, but I don't see it. Right. So it's it it breaks down in tears. The next day I'm at a hundred subscribers, and the next day I'm like, so that money falls the day that sort of i think it's like a 12 day period where it just it all falls on that day so people save up and then people are constantly taking money out cool. i am people i am one of those people i am constantly <laughs> come on i am people i am i listen it is not my main in- form of income it is paying for my addictions it is paying for my video games it is paying for shoes it is pay- you know what i'm saying like i'm not going to sit here and act like I'm doing this because this is what I need. I need to do this because I need money, guys. I need your money because I am dying and I have cancer. Please subscribe to my goal. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, I'm not, I'm not acting like that. So it's like, it's very much, I'm doing this for fun. You guys want to pay me for it? Great. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Great. YouTube pay, monetize my, my videos. I'm going to monetize the videos over here, you know? So mm-hmm. it's, what the fuck ever? I, I I think the people that are actually doing it for a living and are making real money, real money, like that got especially these girls because it's mostly women, the people that are making real money. It's it's the women basically are keeping OnlyFans alive because, and and these niggas talk about oh I'm part of the one percent, the very low one percent bitch because these bitches are out here with three hundred thousand subscribers. And they are making money. People are buying mansions with OnlyFans money. Word. You, you're, you're not she. <laughs> you are not she. <laughs> they yeah. are laughing at your gay ass because you got a, you got, <laughs> you got a couple thousand subscribers, 
And these motherfuckers with hundreds of thousands of subscribers just because they got titties. You're not the same. Right. Stop comparing yourself to Gee over here living in LA, taking her breasts out at the club and getting 400 subscribers a day because she took her titties out at the club. You are not her. Right. I don't claim to be her. <laughs> I don't claim to be her. So the, so the people that have a $900 rent and are using that to pay for their rent, great. I think it's great. Everything only happens for a season. Enjoy it while it's happening because it won't last. Just like Pornhub didn't last, OnlyFans will not last. None of this shit is going to be permanent. None of it. So... Sure. I think it's these little cute kids, you know. I'm 20, I'm 21, and I'm making money off all that. Great. Get an education. Go yeah. back to school with that money. Or, or if you don't want to go back to school, because school's not for everybody, go and find a, something else to do. If you want to be a real sex worker, there are ways for you to be a real sex worker and yeah. charge $1,000 an hour. There are ways you can do that. If you want to do that, but don't depend on the internet. And I think that's the problem. These, a lot of people depend on the internet for their income, for their emotional support, for their validation. For And I, I it's hard for me. I can't do it. So that's where you get the dismissive punchline attitude because I don't depend on it. I'm like, oh, y'all liked it? Great. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> I liked it great. Awesome. Oh, oh my God. Uh... <laughs> Oh my God. I love that you love that all. <laughs> oh, so I'm going to put up my spoon. I'm through stirring the pot. You sure? I promise you. We, we, were the, we were examining him like he committed a murder or something. I'm going to need Oprah to sit the hell down. <laughs> I was five seconds for saying, do you need a blood sample? Needed, <laughs> <laughs> you know, a hair sample from the firstborn, perhaps. Maybe. No. You wanted some you good questions. You you made me say things out loud that I don't normally say out loud. So that's great. I mean, you know, listen, like I said, as someone that has admired you from the time that I discovered you yes. up until now, I respect mm-hmm. everything that you do. Um, I really like, I've been fascinated. So like when it was time, I was like, so you know, and I could tell you the excitement that came over his face when I told him. <laughs> I lost my shit. I think- he was like, "Friend," because <laughs> he always hit me with the friend first. I'm like, I don't know what it's gonna be. I don't know what it is. Guess what? Guess what leaves this big pocket of anything to come at me from him? So I'm like, okay, bitch, this this is about the podcast. Something happened. What's he- <laughs> What's going on? I say what? Guess who I got? Oh my God, just stabbed me. What is it? <laughs> That's so manipulative. Like, <laughs> interview with Damien Nova. Oh! Shut the fuck up! No, we are not! He wants his shit. Which is why he, he knew that this was my fucking segment. He just sat back. He was like, and I'm done. Yeah, I saw that. I saw you got real quiet. I, I don't. Cl- I listened to the show, and you are not quiet, sir. So when I, 
when I'm sitting here, I'm like, so he ain't saying shit. Like, are you going to ask me a question? Like, <laughs> I literally went on autopilot to let him do it. I was like, nope. I even looked in the notes before you came. I said, wait, he got this down pat. I'm leaving it alone. I'm not asking no questions. I was like, you know, before we even got here, I was like, if you have any questions, I know you got questions that you want to ask, whatever. Know that I got my shit. Know that I'm coming. So whatever you got, we can throw it in there and make I it could, happen. I could not top those questions. It I was very, not. it was mad specific. They were mad specific. <laughs> I was like, oh, I couldn't couldn't talk from, so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna just mind my business. And the words Monique, I said, I'm gonna shut my fat ass up. I'm gonna let him do this. Oh my gosh. So my butthole was clenching the whole time. I'm like, oh Lord, is he about to ask me about oh Lord, what is he about to ask me? Because I didn't know what you knew. So I'm like, oh, oh, what is he about to ask me? Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm glad I'm glad you didn't write. Oh, so you posted on your Twitter that you went through rehab. Tell us about that. Ah, no! Like, no, 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 as you know, over here at Who Raised You Hoes, before we leave, we always ask and leave with a mental health tip. Yes. So, um, I'm not going to put you on spot yet. Great. You had a long time to think about this. What's your mental health tip, Lana? Block them. Talk about it. Block them. We are now at the age where, I don't know about anybody else, I'm now in my mid-30s. I'm not explaining nothing to nobody. You know what you did. <laughs> Block them for your own sanity. Don't even go into an explanation. I'm now at the phase where I don't want anyone to correct shit. Just block them. <laughs> like, I promise you, I'm going to avoid therapy at this point. Block <laughs> them. Damn. <laughs> Just block okay. them. All right. Block them. Uh, block them. My mental health tip for the week is uh, put your fucking mask back on. Double mask if you can. I'm tired of all y'all shit. Uh, I, I had to go uh, do a ball in Minneapolis and Twerk. I was flying back and I'm on the plane. You motherfuckers are still wearing this shit under your nose like it's sweet. Uh, yeah, people are dying. Please put your fucking mask back on because it's a mental health tip because, bitch, we're all losing our fucking minds with this yeah. shit. Please, like, Please. We have been in a pandemic for way too long for you to still be wearing, not putting the whole mask over your damn nose. That shit pisses me off to no end. Put the shit on properly. If not, if you're not going to do it, just take it off. Just, because Just, just, just stay home. Do that. They don't know how to do that. I'm just done. So Ooh, Okay, I'm sorry. That's my mental health Damien, what you got for us? Um, mind your business. Okay. Talk about I it. am a avid believer in minding my own fucking business. There is nothing that you're going to do outside of my house that has anything to do with me. Mm. None of it. Unless you are dropping bombs. (laughs) That ain't got nothing to do. Now, I can make a choice to be involved in a movement or I can be take a choice to volunteer my time, but that's why it's called that. Volunteering my time 
Mm-hmm. I choose to mind my business, just like everyone else should choose to mind their fucking business. Straight people, mind your fucking business. Ooh, your business. Talk about it. Christians, mind your business. Whoa. What are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? Uh-huh. You're trying to save my soul. From what? From what? You you assume I believe in hell. That's the that's the what you assume I care about your fucking kids. Mind your fucking Do you know how much peace comes with minding your business? There's so much peace in it. There's so much peace in it. I promise you, just mind your business. Power, power. You can hear your ancestors speaking to you when you when you shut up, shut everything off, and mind your business. Mind your business and listen, listen to the spirits in your house. Do that. Ignore all the other shit and just just listen to your shit. Listen to your own shit. Deal with your own shit. I don't get it. Okay. I don't get why people. I'm gonna get all up and riled about something you're doing. No, it's okay. Why your business? Damien, we know the children know where to find you, but we have those very few that might not. Can you please tell the people where to find you on the socials? Oh no. Um. So I'm the Damien Nova. D a m i e n N-O-V-A. People, everybody always puts an A in my name. I don't know why. Um, Damien, as in Damien Thorne from Omen. So whatever you are writing, that's what it's from. Uh, Damien Nova at Twitter. Damien Nova at Instagram. I'm on Facebook, but who cares? Um, what's my OnlyFans name? Dark Hungan on OnlyFans. Um, do you re- do you realize I have to go look at my OnlyFans to, re- to remember my OnlyFans name sometimes? I'm old and there have been a lot of drugs that have run through this system. So I'd be forgetting shit. Okay. Um, but Stark Hungan, D-A-R-K-H-O-U-N-G-A-N. Um, if you want to know what Hungan means, come to my OnlyFans and subscribe and I'll tell you. <laughs> that's the only way you're getting that out of me. Yes. Um, but that's it. That's the only, those are, oh, and Penny Candy, Penny Candy Show on YouTube, Penny Candy on Pindy show on Instagram, um, and Claus Band on Twitter. <laughs> I'm all over the place. Yes, yes. Ne- Neon Claus and Damian Noble on Spotify. That kind of stuff. Everything, everything. Yes. Damian, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to be here with us today. Yes. I'm busy. <laughs> we truly appreciate it. <laughs> so thank much. you so much. So much. <laughs> And all right, kids, that's it. Oh, by the way, before we go, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but for the next two weeks, we are on summer break. That's it. We will see y'all Labor Day weekend. Mm-mm. All right. Mm-hmm. Be yes. blessed. <laughs> see y'all later. Bye. Bye. Bye.